How long were you in that relationship? I was in that relationship for four years. So I didn't, I felt wow. like from when I started rapping, that four year span to when I moved to Charlotte, I moved to Charlotte. The day I got out of the relationship, I moved from Kansas City to Charlotte. Right. Um, I left all my stuff, you know. Okay. It was abusive too. It ended up being abusive, you know. Hello and welcome to the Cognac Room, an uninhibited drink-infused podcast about adulting and male and female interactions. Go give us a follow on Facebook and Instagram at the Cognac Room Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter at the Cognac Room. I'm your host, Jay Christian. And without further ado, pull up a chair, pour up a glass, and let's discuss. If you think you might be feeling depressed, stressed, anxious, or overwhelmed, today's sponsor, BetterHelp, is here to help you. That's Better H-E-L-P. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. There's a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's 20,000-plus therapist network that gives you access to help that may not be available in your area. You just fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs And then you get matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Then you schedule secure video and phone sessions. Plus, you can exchange unlimited messages and everything you share is completely confidential. You can request a new therapist at no additional charge anytime. Join the 3 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. Cognac Room listeners get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash Cognac Room. That's better, H-E-L-P dot com slash Cognac Room. What up, what up? It's VC Bass on the Cognac Room podcast, and this is Enough is Enough, produced by Jay Dilla. Uh, uh, enough is enough. Enough is enough, like... Uh, uh, enough is enough I'm done enough to know Uh, be feeling mad different And I be different mad I'm liable to spaz And I be feeling bad Don't wanna spend another minute With a minute man It's always close up We be splitting Never dividends Came on the show to Emma Rose So divvied up I've done enough to know That enough is enough I've done enough to know That enough is enough But when you tell them How you feeling They gon' feel some type of way Oh, and if you click clack, I'ma clap back. Tell them 
Listen, I'm impressed. I'm impressed. Same. But I was impressed the first time I heard you, so it's more of the the quality that we've come to expect from you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Absolutely, absolutely. So welcome to the Cognac Room. I'm Jay Christian. Hey everybody, it's Petra back again. And as you already know, we have Reese Raps in the building. Hey, what up? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Man, I'm excited to have you. Like, this has been a long time in the making. Yes, it has been. <laughs> I'm glad to be here. It's been a little bit of hiccups, yeah. you know, and getting this to yeah. happen. But yeah. it's okay. Sometimes that happens. It's the perfect time. Now, right. right? Yeah. 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 Everything yeah. happens when it's time. That's exactly. right. <laughs> exactly. So, you have quite the story. Mm-hmm. I did some homework on you. I did some homework on you a long time ago. Uh and and you actually have a, a really uh, triumphant story, and I do want to get to that. But first of all, I'd like for you to kind of just, you know, tell everybody who you are and where you're from and, you know, all that good stuff. So I'm Reese Raps. I go by Reese Raps. I'm from, originally I'm from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Um, musically, I'm from Charlotte in a way. You know, yeah, I've been, I've been right. in Charlotte Queen first. City. <laughs> right. <laughs> I definitely I've been pursuing music um, in Charlotte for the past five years. I've been living here almost five years, coming up on five years, and I lived all over the country though, not all over, but like <laughs> I lived in California. I um, lived in St. Louis for a while. Okay. Lived in Kansas City for a longer while. <laughs> I did with the car. With what? You said Kansas City. Kansas City, Missouri. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like you said, the corn. Yeah, you know, with the corn. <laughs> yeah, it's a city, though. It's yeah. a city, though. It's, yeah, Kansas City. Um, then I moved to Charlotte. So, yeah, that's where I'm from, who I am. I'm a hip-hop artist, hip-hop fusion kind of. You, you never know what you're going to get, really, but oh, you're going to get authenticity. You're going to mm. get dope, timeless music all the time. So, yeah, no matter what type of vibe it's on. Yeah. That's dope. And I, I really appreciate your music. Like Thank I've heard. You. Yeah, I do. I really appreciate it because it's different. You're not afraid to be you. Like you said, with the authenticity, like mm-hmm. you're not afraid to just be you. You're, I don't feel like you hop on trends really mm-hmm. and try to just, you know. Yeah. yeah. That's probably why I ain't pop yet. Because <laughs> <laughs> it takes longer for original to get through. Yeah. It takes I mean, longer you know, for that. And then I don't I don't hear a lot of the uh like the derogatory Crazy yeah. stuff that women have to say to kind of get their sell, themselves going. I mean, you know, you're edgy. Sometimes you have to sell but, yourself more than you really yeah, want to sell yourself you know, to make yeah. it as a yeah. woman in yeah. hip-hop, right? Do you feel that way? Um, I feel like I wouldn't even necessarily say, yeah, but I wouldn't even say like that's it depends on what your definition of making it is, you know, gotcha. and what and, and what's what you can sleep at night with and, and what you <laughs> and what the, you feel like. Yeah. Thing. So yeah. I feel like, you know, you can make it a lot of different ways. It's just a different path, you know, and it's gonna take longer, but 
it also lasts longer a lot of times mm-hmm. too and it's not dependent upon your looks or or just um your content that's here today gone tomorrow exactly. if you do take that other route you could build a strong core and um somebody uh, a fan base that's gonna be with you like for the long run so. yeah yeah definitely definitely and here comes the question of the day All right, everybody. So the question of the day, being that it's the holiday season, we get just past Thanksgiving. We don't we finished with the turkey and stuff. Like, no, nobody want no more. <laughs> and <laughs> I want to know from you guys, what is your least favorite holiday tradition? Least favorite, not the most, but okay. what? What's the thing that you can skip over? Any holiday? Any holiday? Yeah. Um, the holiday itself. <laughs> <laughs> The tradition of the holiday itself. You, you, you I don't, don't really celebrate do holidays. Really, you want none of them. Man, um, I don't know except for my birthday. <laughs> That's a national banking holiday, right? Because <laughs> right. we women like right. shut everything yeah. down except what I yeah. want to go to. I feel like I feel like holidays. You know, they're based off of a tradition, and a lot of us don't look at the original tradition it was based off of. You mm-hmm. know, so for celebrating these holidays. As a tradition, then I think we should, you know, look at the roots of where these traditions came from and why we do certain things. And then when you look at that, you realize, eh, I probably shouldn't yeah. probably be doing all this. Exactly. <laughs> like when you figure yeah. out what it what it really means. So I'll say the holiday itself, but then I, you know, family get together at those yeah. times. What you gonna do? Just not show up because you don't celebrate holidays. I feel like like things. I was telling my family yesterday. <laughs> I was like, you know, we ain't gotta worry about saying, you know, happy Thanksgiving or whatever. I say because we don't really need to celebrate that. I was like, right. it's National We Off Work Day. <laughs> <laughs> that's all. And that's all. I'm not really trying to be did. funny, I'm but black people, we like we ain't gotta go to work. Right. Y'all still gonna pay us? That's <laughs> a national holiday right there. Oh, it's yeah. National Off Work Day. We don't really need to celebrate. So much what you did to, right? You know, like we don't really yeah. need to talk about the backstory because that's not really good. So let's right. not. Right. It's National We Off Work Day. And I ask myself, why do you all celebrate this shit? Like y'all yeah. did some bullshit, exactly. You but you know, they right. love to celebrate what they did, boy. They yeah. love it. Mm-hmm. They like yeah. to, you know, put some frosting on it and act like it wasn't all from hatred. But right. you know, and then say, "See, it's a holiday." <laughs> it's a holiday. So national, right. I'm I'm off work day is what I do. Okay, okay. What's your least favorite? Mm-mm, it's you. Oh, I see, I question. tried to get away from that. Nope. I tried to wiggle out of that one. I felt like she was on a, on a, on one accord with you because you be yeah. So, <laughs> so what I'll say, I don't hate all holidays, although I know that most of them are rooted in bullshit, mm-hmm. right? Uh, but my least favorite thing about holidays is the 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 fact that most of them require you to go out and spend lots of money. Mm. Unnecessarily, like right. people literally around this time of year, you know, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year, like they spend, you know, extreme amounts of money, and some of them go into debt. <laughs> yeah, and then they spend the rest of the year trying to, um, trying to dig themselves out of that hole. <laughs> yeah. I don't spend the rest of the year. I feel that. But, uh, yeah, you're right. I'm definitely a Christmas person, so I'm, I'm like, what you want? You think, oh, you want that too? Okay, I'm going to get it. Let me figure it out. Whatever. So, yeah, I definitely get that. My least favorite holiday tradition. Ooh. 
don't even know. I would see. I'm okay. Like you had a while to think about it. Too, I know, but <laughs> I'm actually a holiday person. Like even like you, I'm not. You know. So it's not your least favorite holiday. I know. Your least Tradition. Thing. Tradition. Yeah. About the, about the holidays. Um. I feel like, to be honest, we love our families, but we love some of them a little less. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes the holidays force you to be in spaces that make you uncomfortable with family members. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you are not really, you know, not per se in the holiday mood, but I'm not in the holiday or any day mood for you. Mm-hmm. But today I have to deal with you because... It's the holidays and we're family. And I think that is probably what burns my biscuits a little bit more. (laughs) Because I don't want to have to socialize. I don't want to have to fake hug and kiss you. I don't want to have to deal with your presence when I would never normally be in it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't even, even if it's family, you know what I'm saying? Protect your energy on the holidays. It's not the gathering. It's that one person at the gathering. (laughs) Because I love gathering. I come from a large family. I love gathering. You know, I'm going to bust your chops. The one person at the gathering is not a tradition. So the tradition would be the (laughs) gathering, right? Well, I guess. I guess it would be the gathering, but it's not everybody at the gathering. (laughs) But that's probably my, my big thing is the, I guess, when you gather those people. Who are there that you don't really rock with for whatever reason that may be. I got you. All right. Well, listen, it is what it is. There are it things happens. that we love about holidays. There are things that we hate about holidays. And some of us don't even care for the holidays at, at all. all. <laughs> <laughs> that about sums it up around the right. world. I feel and like so that's pretty much it. I like it. that. I'm, I'm happy with that. <laughs> Pull up a chair. Pour up a glass. Yeah, I'm mad they have me. Let's discuss. Uh, we had a potluck, but... It's like I don't celebrate. Y'all got me cooking this this meal. You got it. I'm here when I would normally not cook on this day. Yeah, that's hard. Like, yeah, yeah. That's hard. I don't even that. celebrate. <laughs> that's hard. So let's start with the beginning of your story. What made you decide that you wanted to be a lyricist? Because you are mm-hmm. just a rapper. Like mm-hmm. you have rappers and then you have, you have lyricists. lyricists. Definitely, a lyricist can rap, but a rapper can't. Isn't a lyricist exactly. per se necessarily. Exactly. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> so what made me want to be a lyricist? Yeah. Yes. You know, I've always been a writer, just in general. You know, just even outside of music. You know, I didn't start, but then I've always been a performer from when I was a kid. You know, um, my granddad. Um, shout out to my granddad. He had a group called the Unspeakables, okay, which yeah. was a lip syncing group. Wow. Yeah. So um that that was a group that was formed before I was born. Mm-hmm. And so when I was about four, I did my first show um performing. You know, it started out with Alvin and the Chipmunks <laughs> and stuff like that. And then it moved on to like Patty LaBelle songs or the Pointer Sisters or other things. Um just songs my granddad grew up on and different things. He would assign us to songs. Um, we would do shows. I was like the only kid in the group. It was like from when I was like <laughs> four until when I was moved from Pittsburgh when I was 12. So um, I did countless, countless shows. Those were my first paid shows. So you are you not know? afraid of the stage. Yeah, well... I wasn't then, and then I spent a long time not doing that at all, and and then I didn't realize that was still a part of me until I moved to Charlotte, you know, until I started performing in Charlotte in 2018, and so I hadn't performed since I was a kid. I never performed my original music. Um, I had been, 
I started, I decided I wanted to start rapping because, you know, I had um, wrote other things. I used to write like fan fiction and, and, and different things just growing up. But mm-hmm. then I, I w- it would be challenging to write songs, you know. And um, I just remember writing stuff. It just wasn't good. <laughs> so, so, no, most artists don't admit that. Yeah, I, re- I, I remember. <laughs> I remember writing some stuff. I stuff that I Mind you, that was when I was two. Right. <laughs> so I was young nah. in the game on that. Yeah. yeah, so it was. It wasn't. It wasn't so good. And, <laughs> and then. Um, so I just thought I, I didn't have a skill to write and um, to write music. And I remember wanting to write music, but I just, you know, I couldn't think of nothing it like dope, no dope hooks. Or, yeah, yeah, it was just, I would write though. You know, I wrote poetry and other things. So um, when I, I it, it didn't start, I didn't start rapping until I was in college. You know, we would be, I was a freshman in college or even like my senior year of high school, like at prom, I remember rapping. Like for everybody to be quiet, we gonna get kicked out this hotel <laughs> and like like the freestyle like cause I, I I see my mom rapping and stuff. My mom raps rights, so just seeing her freestyling and just, a lot of her Ooh. stuff is like joking. You know she she's like from that. You know she was in like rap groups in the eighties. That is all me. I am the same way. Don't do it. Don't do it. I am the same way. So she she was in like rap groups and stuff and writing rhymes and just from when rap first was invented. How can I deal with her? And when it was first invented. Okay. Yeah. So the fact that we were around when it was first invented. Yeah, it's part of history. <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah see her almost in the grave by the no, okay go ahead <laughs> see her do like um you know freestyle and stuff so i kind of took after that and um just was like joking freestyle so i would like just be drinking and freestyling but then i was like if i could do this freestyling right it. i could yeah. actually write rap so i remember i was like in class in um, my freshman year and i wrote my first like rap and then i started posting rap videos to um youtube and stuff oh, wow. i was like 19 yeah. and i was um and it's like my delivery was not there but i had just started rapping like a month or two before <laughs> i said i just wanted to get it out yeah. and i'm like yeah, yeah i know i'm out of breath but here you guys go <laughs> and i was just like posting everything the writing was still um really good just because i've always been a writer and just with the poetry it translated well to rap so um yeah, yeah and um doing i was i think the first rap no, the, or the first rap video I posted was like over the new Slays beat by Kanye, and um, you I post was, that. <laughs> <laughs> That'll definitely get traffic now, right? I don't, I don't know if I want to repost that. <laughs> like I said, the delivery wasn't all the way there. <laughs> it was so. That's on my YouTube. That's still. Gross, I put it though, back up. That you back. can say that. <laughs> it was like so much to where <laughs> you watch it, and it's like the first four bars. And then I just couldn't get all the way through, so I, I edited another part, and then it's like the video just cuts, and then it's like a new clip. And but I mean, that that YouTube and everything gives you guys such a a way to grow. And But the thing yeah. is, people watch you grow, and so they watch you start at those humble beginnings right. and then watch you you know hone your craft. So that, yeah. like, that's freaking awesome because yeah. you can look back and you are one of the few that I've ever heard that say, like, in the beginning, I was... Uh, it wasn't right. Yeah. But 
as time went on, you know, I developed uh, a love for it and I figured out what I was supposed to do and, and you know, right. hold your Well, my writing was always good. Yeah, I could go back and rap. Right. I could go back and rap the whole raps now with my current delivery and yeah. it, it would still go. Yeah. So I felt like I was always, I came out the gate. Like I didn't, I always felt like I wasn't like a beginner, even though I was a beginner. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, it was um YouTube was really definitely great. Um they they were very supportive, you know, like even cuz I was posting them to Facebook too and like people I went to school it's and harder, different things. Yeah. yeah, it's just like but I would get no some love. love, but then like YouTube I really um people were like really tapping into uh, mm -hmm. what I was saying but then what happened from there I, I had started so within six months of me like posting videos and stuff I met my ex and then um, I wasn't allowed to be a rapper anymore and oh. then so I took all my videos down for like and then didn't post anything for four years we're gonna spin back yeah. Yeah, I, yeah I have yeah. something I want to spin back before you okay go for let's it let's go a little <laughs> further because I heard her say her first paid shows were happening when she was like four years old yeah I was at four when I started getting okay. paid, but okay. I was. You still it, 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 I had to have a conversation with my granddad because <laughs> I said I'm not gonna be out there all day. Right, I'm giving like, up my time. I could be riding my bike. I was. <laughs> I was like maybe in. I was probably like eight or nine when I started getting paid. Okay. So um, yeah, because uh, it was like. Everybody else was getting paid, and I <laughs> wasn't getting family, paid. So you weren't. Well, my mom was in the group too. So me and my mom were both in the group. Out of right. out of, I got multiple siblings, but mm -hmm. I guess they just weren't interested. <laughs> but um, me and my mom were in the group, and everybody was getting paid but me because I was right. the only kid. And yeah. I was like, I had came to my granddad, and I'm like. Look, I'm doing three songs a show just like everybody else. We would do like one song and do an outfit change, come back, do another song, and like in different parts of the show. And my granddad would curate everything. And it was like a bunch of people in the group. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, I'm doing three just songs like everybody, everybody else. else. I yeah. come to every rehearsal. Every Wednesday we had rehearsals. Mm -hmm. I used to come to every rehearsal. People would be missing rehearsals and stuff. And I'm yeah. like, I deserve to get paid like everybody else. <laughs> exactly. So um, he didn't say anything at the time, but after the next show, he come with an envelope and it's like $50 in there. Okay. <laughs> Way to stand hey, up for yourself years. too. Right. That means you won't be bamboozled yeah. when you right. get into exactly. That's industry. what I was going to say. Business yeah. savvy have a, uh, at a young age. A TLC moment. <laughs> <laughs> man. <laughs> Love TLC, but like it was just like, wow, yeah. they just got bamboozled and we would have never known out here. Man, yeah. it's, it's wild how they be doing people in, in the industry. But yeah, it was yeah. it was like, I really respected that he, he listened though and he really came Absolutely. through and then it started getting paid for shows Absolutely. and stuff like that. So it didn't start off as paid, so but yeah. How old were you when you were getting fifty dollars? Because as a little kid, she said I like was nine. in fourth grade. Fifty dollars yeah. was a lot yeah, of money. I was wearing my, <laughs> exactly. I'm wearing my shirts, my my, because we had group shirts. They were red shirts with unspeakables on the front and then our names on the back. So I would wear my shirt to school sometimes <laughs> and be like, yeah, I do paid shows. That's and, right, girl. And stuff like that. I do performances. We would do like retirement homes, churches, different places and, and really be performing and entertaining these people. Yeah. So that really instilled a lot in me like yeah. very young. So yeah, I, I definitely appreciate my granddad. And I appreciate him for just the follow through, you know, who... And, you know, you see stuff like Lip Sync Battle now. Yeah. But, like, he was on that in the 80s, you know, like, really. And they they were in the paper. They've done, they've done like, um, 
the regatta, which is a festival in Pittsburgh. Like they really was like, mm-hmm. they've been on TV, like even before I was born, you know? So it's like yeah. he just to follow through and him being able to have an idea and bring it to fruition. I don't see that a lot in my family. So that was definitely, definitely big back then, like yeah. them doing lip sync battle and all that. Like you say, that's, it's new to TV, but right. it's not new right. in our culture. Cause right. I remember, like you say, in the eighties, my brothers and them going and doing like the Michael Jackson shows and, and <laughs> mm-hmm. um, singing yeah. the duets with their girlfriends. Mm-hmm. And, and it was all lip sync <laughs> battles type things or whatever. So, yeah, it was definitely more you, of a, a That was in New battle. Jersey. Like yeah, down here, we, there, was, there was none of that. <laughs> we had quartets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You got four guys just harmonizing. You know, really singing. Yeah. I love that it, it, he allowed so many people to have a platform. You may not be able to sing. Um, you may not be have no could, real talent, you have but great you, got, stage you can perform. You can do the dance, yeah. right? Yeah, like. And so they were able to like express themselves and um, just all different types of people, and and just have something to be a part of, yeah. and also. You know, live out those dreams. Some some yeah. people could really sing though in the group, yeah. and they might not have pursued that. So it was like you were able. I, I just appreciate what he was able to do and, and how many people he brought together through yeah. that. And all them people that we perform for, these are like elderly people a lot of times, and we sing in songs and that they love it. Yeah, yeah, they really really fun. enjoy. They used to yeah. think we was really singing. <laughs> <laughs> Baby, yeah. you did so good. good. That's why right. put that in your she pocket. She was uh, a real life Rudy Hustle. <laughs> yeah, give you a couple two dollars rolled up. Put that in your pocket. That's yeah. what they do. Okay, so you had something you wanted to ask. I about. because we're the cognac room. Um, oh. she said when she got to a certain point, oh, yeah. she wasn't allowed to rap in a relationship. And mm-hmm. so, like, can you? Yeah. So that? when I was um, almost, I was about to be twenty. I was probably like six months in rapping. Um, I met my ex, who also was a rapper, and mm. rapping to me was a hobby at that point. I was just like, you know, I'm just doing this, and you know, I'm 19 years old. I'm thinking I I, I met my soulmate and stuff like that. <laughs> you know, that stage in life where you just think, you know, love is real. <laughs> this no, is real. You just gotta find the one that right. matches your real. Right, you right. Have the you, same concept of real. Right, exactly. And you don't know what you want. You don't even know yourself at that age. So you kind of don't understand like what you're getting yourself into at certain times. But yeah, my ex was very controlling. Um, He would say stuff. He wouldn't want me like I would. I had took my videos down and stuff because it would cause a lot of problems. He would be like, oh, why are you doing that? Why are you posting rap videos or why are you doing this and why are you doing that i don't want a rapper girlfriend if i wanted a rapper girlfriend i would have been with the girl who's already pick me a rapper let her finish right. well, that's why i'm asking her to pick me <laughs> well, you okay i said pick me i didn't stop her <laughs> so, so yeah. a question see you interrupting <laughs> i know it's a small break <laughs> were you a rapper and posting the videos when you started dating him yes that's all i wanted Okay, I was, yeah, so about six months before, it was probably about four to six months in, you know, me posting videos to YouTube and posting rap, so it was still like, I didn't look at myself as an artist, so I didn't look at myself as a rapper, I looked at myself as somebody who who raps, you know, I wasn't, Mm -hmm. I didn't confidently walk in my um, path as an artist, and I just felt like it was like a thing just a phase or something like that, or, or just something that I was, I really wasn't I didn't find myself as so it was like, uh, I guess um, I, I could be in this relationship and and have my and, and have a family and do 
I don't know. You were thinking big. Thinking big. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So it was like, I'll I'll let go of this thing that I really don't, I haven't really pursued outside of YouTube or outside of just making videos. You didn't know you loved it. Right. I loved it. I loved it. I knew I loved it. But he also like put me down too about it. Like say I couldn't rap or different things. And, you know, like, so it was just like, it was um, discouraging you know, and then it was feeling like, and then I was also very supportive of what he had going on and stuff too. So it was just like, I don't know. I don't know what was going through my mind at that point. No, I do know. It was just, it was just being young and and not knowing. And in love and and, thinking that this is what you should do. Right. You're not really being in love, but thinking that you were actually in love and, and putting, I mean, I see now though, like, any type of relationship that gives you an ultimatum on stuff that you you are doing already and stuff that you love to do, that's like not really a relationship you should be in. But I, I had to go through that to know that now, Oops, you know, yeah. and that's why I'm single. <laughs> How long were you in that relationship? I was in that relationship for four years. So I didn't I felt wow. like from when I started rapping that four year span to when I moved to Charlotte, I moved to Charlotte. The day I got out of the relationship, I moved from Kansas City to Charlotte. Right. Um, I left all my stuff, you know. Okay. It was abusive, too. It ended up being abusive, you know. Yeah. Um, after the first, like, after my parents moved to Charlotte, I, a year of us being together. I had, We moved in together after six months. He was, mm. like, seven years older than me. We moved in wow. together after six months. Um, my parents moved to Charlotte in 2015, so a year when we was together, and then that's it, it became abusive Your people like, left so it was yeah. like i got yeah. you now right Damn. right wow. and he would do stuff like throw that in my face and different things like and it was like three years after my parent it took me three years of uh being in a physically abusive relationship Ooh. to actually leave but then when i left i felt like i had so much time wasted like from 19 to almost 24 where yeah. I, I i could have already popped by then but it, it definitely changed my trajectory i will say like i'm not the same person i yeah. was when i entered that relationship so there are there's pros and cons you know you and i don't look mindset. at it yeah yeah, yeah. And, and you know i have more of a story and, and more i can draw from you have now life too. lessons right to, to yeah. pull from and everything like, yeah wow, so well, i hate def- that you went through that though because yeah. nobody yeah. needs to go through that like, right yeah but you know i never expected myself to be so i never understood abusive relationships i never understood right. why someone would stay in that i never under you don't understand it until, until you go through it, it. Yeah, yeah so right. it's it just um it, it just really it changed my trajectory um with my music and it's certain things that i would do even like you look at my early videos and that i just i still you know i have messaging throughout but like certain things like calling people bitches or something like that i don't do that now because i got called a bitch like every day you know what i'm saying like i don't i don't i don't like i don't even like you because you didn't like it right i don't even like referring to other people as that you know unless they really acting like a bitch like you "You know what you leave me no other yeah right right and it's usually a dude i'm talking about yeah yeah so it was like um certain things i just don't do in my music because of um what, what I went through. through. So, and it's like, I, I think if, if maybe I would have went straight and not been through that, you know, there's, I'm liable. It's certain things like even with self-acceptance that I, I learned through that relationship and even like 
tops. I was wearing like the the bundles and and, and like you and know. Now you're not even yeah, that person. yeah. I'm not even the same person like that I was. And I feel like you know I could have went down a path. I could have say I would have popped and start getting surgery and different things. Like there's a there's a chance that I would have just you know just kind of let been led astray yeah. just with not really knowing who you are so i think over the years i've been able to learn who i am and um what i what i stand for everything i'm not you know makes yeah. me everything i am and exactly. and knowing what i don't want to do so what you won't accept you, as well exactly. i'm sure you will never so, put yourself in a situation and go through that again right so here's the question right. i do want to ask you because i was going to actually ask you about that because i watched an interview you did um yeah it was back in the day but like not necessarily early in in your career. I feel like it was like people had started noticing you. You were popping, and a guy had an interview with you. And uh, you, when I first learned that you dealt with uh, domestic abuse or whatever. But my question to you now is, like, what, what is it now? Like now, in retrospect, looking back, right? Like, what is it that makes you? Well, you you already said that you don't use certain language because, you know, well, mm -hmm. call women bitches and stuff like that. But like, what is it that that made you decide that I'm going to be more of a conscious because you could have still just been spitting bullshit. Like, right. Like you say, like, I feel like your your music is a music with a message. That's how I see mm -hmm. it. Like, it's, mm -hmm. there's always a there's message. There's some substance behind, there's substance it. behind it. It's okay, not just it that. Good. Right. And so, so what is it that that made you say outside of going through that relationship? I'm just gonna talk about my mindset and how I see the world. I mean, I still was like that even early on, like okay. even in okay. my first videos. It's it's like, but I would. Certain ones, I wasn't like, hey, hey, bitch, this, this, that. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> right. it's like, I'll be like, it. yeah, y'all, y'all are despicable or, or like putting people down. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> okay. and it's like, yeah. and so even it's, it's like, I've always been like that um, through my music. I've never been like that commercial okay. rapper, even okay. early on. So, mm -hmm. but it's just certain things that I even went further down a different path um but it was certain things to where you you know you could teeter-totter either way yeah. you know you right. never know what you will end up you yeah. know doing to fit a mold or, or something like that but I, I just always been true to my messaging even even early on so yeah. um even before the relationship it's just been I, I always felt like I was you know not I was seeing things differently than the main yeah. than the mainstream and then um when I was about like 21 I started waking up to like really the world you know yeah. even more and and then came different music mm -hmm. from there and I, I wrote a couple songs while i was in that relationship i just never recorded them and gotcha. different things uh, i didn't record start recording stuff till i went to charlotte and, and other things so it's it's always been just a a part of me to just not be not that, you might have, you might have quieted yeah. down who you were but you never completely threw it away you just did it yeah. in private yeah. and didn't share it with the right, world right 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 yeah i was still writing some yeah, things okay. yeah i was okay. still writing and it's, it's certain um songs that i had wrote that i don't even you know because like i know one time he he broke our computer you know and it, i had songs you know people get mad and they start breaking stuff and and yeah broke our computer i had i had little stuff because he had a studio so i would like record little things in yeah. there um 
just um, drafts and different things. So um, it's always, I never really stopped. And I was always reciting those older raps. Yeah. So even though I did take like four years off from when I first started, um, I when I came back into it, when I moved to Charlotte, it didn't seem like I, it wasn't like I just started when I moved to Charlotte because I still had them yeah. four years of, of practicing raps mm-hmm. and, and learning where and I am. And secret songs. Right, right. Book, like, he don't know, but right. I'm like, this one so right I, here. I want to yeah. ask you a question, though. Like, and so, because when you, when I hear your story, what I hear is like, I hear like jealousy and envy. That, okay, I that's was like, what I hear. Because I was about mm-hmm. to say, I was like, okay, now can we get so, ready? And, and, and I was like, no, but the, but the crazy shit about it is like, like it takes a a, a certain type of bitch ass nigga <laughs> and, and that's to what be. I didn't want to. to, to no, I, I mean, but you know, I'm going to say what I want to say. Like, it takes a certain type of bitch so. ass nigga to be jealous of his woman. Number one, right? Yeah. Because we don't compete with women, women shouldn't compete exactly. with us. Especially the woman you're involved with, right? And because one. you were both artists, you kind of it's supposed right. so it's supposed to be support all the way around. Do you feel like maybe there was some some jealousy in it? Oh, there definitely was. And what's crazy is that I didn't know that until towards the end because it was like it was like four years in, and I'm supporting. It's it's to the point where I didn't even have an identity. I'm I'm I go out with like friends I went to high school with. I can't talk about anything about me but my relationship. I don't have anything but my relationship because anything that I did on my own, I I had to abandon to be in that relationship. So, um, towards the end, he's like, "Oh well, you need to get some hobbies or something." I'm you like, had a hobby. You had something that I love. Right, that and I, I said that, and he he was like. I was wrong for telling you not to do that. I didn't want you to be better than me or or be more successful than what I did. And then so from that point, he yeah, admitted that, you know. But yeah, it did. But then I was like, oh, so I'm not like terrible at, at this and, and stuff. So I started trying to write again. I couldn't write anything. I was like, damn, I don't even know how to write no more. You know, because um, it's like it's not like I was consistently making songs in that right. time frame. I made probably like two, three songs over a four year span, you know. Yeah. So um, with along with reciting other things, writing other things, you know, just with no beat and stuff like that. So I started trying to write and it was just like, damn, I don't even know how to rap no more. So you, you kind of fucked with my mind to the point. Wow. But then once I left. All, all this stuff, yeah, yeah. All the creative stuff you. just came through. Do you yeah. feel that it was because you said it was jealousy or whatever? Do you feel like okay? Let me just ask a question. Did his career, his rap career, ever move to the next level? No, no. <laughs> that's, okay. what, that, that's what. Like, so basically, he was in this group. In Kansas City, like a boy group, like a boy band, a boy, a boy group, group. like like he's a rapper, and it was like a couple okay. other singers, a click, right? And so <laughs> this is before we met. So he's like, oh, we he done did everything around Kansas City, and and so anytime I would try to give advice, he's like, oh, well, I already know everything because I already did everything, and um. But yeah, you're but still yeah, it's still, the city on. Right, right. So okay. it just, it didn't, it, his career didn't, still to this day, you know, it just still hasn't, hasn't popped. popped. 
Right. So, so you've you've outgrown him leaps and bounds, basically. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like Hey, I mean don't don't, <laughs> don't dumb it down. Exactly. Like, like, I, and I understand you and, and, yeah. and that tells me everything I like yeah. not everything. Like you don't I need want to, to know, bash him or whatever. But that tells good, me but that, like, that you're a good person, genuinely yeah. a good person. Like I don't really wanna like throw dirt on him, but yeah. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> People do things, you know, people do things and it's because of these battles that we deal with internally, you know, yeah. and things we did, you know, we, we are in a traumatic state just as people right? and people sometimes don't realize why they're doing things or what, what it may be. But as, as me being a person, I have to know what I I will allow and mm -hmm. I will not allow mm -hmm. in my yeah. life you know yeah. regardless of what you going through you know that don't got nothing to do with yeah. me you taking that out on me and everything but I have to be somebody that has respect for myself and yeah. loves myself enough to to draw the line and stand there you know right. and, and really stand firm on that so I don't end up in it because it's it's some it's so much shit that I just let happen, you know, that I would never let slide today, right. you know? So yeah. it's just like a, about knowing yourself, mm -hmm. you know, knowing yourself, what you will allow, the type of people that you want to be around, you know, cause we were, yeah. we not even compatible. Yeah. We're looking right. back at it. We weren't even compatible. <laughs> right. You it know, was we based just, on, I like him. He right, likes me. Right. And, and superficial yeah. things on the right, top. Yeah. Right. Oh, we don't have kids. We, 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 we both, can sell stuff i don't know yeah. we, we worked together too for for a while so we yeah. and that was another jealousy thing because we worked together at um i think we started working together like two years in mm -hmm. then he got fired and then he was like oh i felt you, like i'm catching <laughs> yeah. yeah he got yeah. fired like four months in um we have finished first and second out out our um our first group of class out of like 150 people for sales. Like that's mm -hmm. my first time doing sales. He okay. didn't want me working mm -hmm. at his, at the same place yeah. he was working, right. but it was like, I wanted to move somewhere else. And he was keep, keep staying back for this job. So I was like, yeah. okay, I'm going to get the job. <laughs> too. Exactly. And then, yeah. so, but then we finished first and second. And then he got fired shortly after once we became full-time agents. And then, so that whole last year of the relationship, he was unemployed and I was oh. making six figures oh. and Kill. he just did. Yeah. So Kill. it was just like that you know, hurt him a lot. Like yeah. to see yeah. me, cause he never wanted me making more than him. He never wanted me to do better than him. So, right. so that just on top of just everything was just like, Oh, I feel like it you had my dream job. It was ice and all Man, and let me tell you how my life is, though. Uh, and I haven't said this um, publicly at all. So this Thank happened. Thank you for the exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> right. So um, that job was insurance, right? Selling insurance. And that's a um, great field. Mm -hmm. If anybody want to do something Definitely where you don't got to do a lot of schooling for. Yeah. You know, I studied for like a week and a half to get my test, you know, and, and end up making six figures my first year. You know, it's a, it's people sleep on insurance, but it's a, it's a whole field. And everybody going to die. Like not right. trying to be funny. Well, it's not life insurance. I do health oh, okay. insurance, Medicare. Okay. They gonna die that's too. Even better, <laughs> that's even better because you gonna yeah. we gonna catch gonna every bump you, you hit in the road exactly. today. Right? Yeah. 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 So they have busy seasons and stuff. So um, 
I I hadn't. So I was working at that same company we started together that he got fired from. When I moved, I kept that same job. They they I was the first employee out that division to work from home. They was like, send me. I was a top agent. I went to Hawaii with my job. I brought him to Hawaii with me. Uh, um, and then that caused problems because he's yeah. like meeting the CEOs that told him he was once a founder's dream. And then they asked, and, they, they, they yeah. shaking his hand like he just my my like, dude not knowing who he was. Right? <laughs> You're so not Jay Z. You yeah. Beyonce's right. husband. <laughs> so <laughs> so, so yeah, back, that. Yeah. <laughs> that caused more problems in yeah. Hawaii and different things. That was probably like right before I moved. Um, but um, yeah, I kept that same job until I had quit. Then I went back. I had quit like 2019. Then I went back 2020 um, when COVID hit because I was doing yeah. events. Then I quit again 2021. I was so I only had sold insurance at that one company. So I took last. I took a year and a half. A year and a half off insurance. I've been doing that for like five years before that. Mm -hmm. um, like the busy season is when everybody can sign up right now and this time of year. Mm -hmm. So um, I, because I quit, went back, quit again. Yeah. They probably not going to hire me again at that same company. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I get my first job. I just start working again on October 15th of this year for the busy season. Mm. I start this new company. I haven't talked to my ex since I left. Right. In 2018. Tell me why he works at my job. My here? new company. He's here in Charlotte? No, not it's it's oh. online. But he's okay. there's only a yeah. hundred agents at this company all over the country. And he's, and he's one, of, one of them. Jeez. What? Well, Jeez. you know <laughs> like, what? how did that happen? Yeah. I know one thing about you just from meeting you in this short period of time, he cannot romance you back. Oh no, 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 no. no, no there's no. nothing he can right, do to get you right. to fall back into the No, to the but like what the fuck? Why yeah. does he work at this good? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All the places you could he do it. Right. So he can see he's you still trying to, to he's still so trying he to I am selling more to him. He's still trying to make it, but he's still so he can see it. It's the petty. Here's the thing. One thing I can say about you that I believe intimidated him, and I'm so glad because this is such a great segue to mm -hmm. this, uh, is that you have this light that you carry with you. Mm -hmm. You're very, my experience, you're very personable and you are very uh, charismatic, right? So I'm going to tell you about the first time I ever Came into the knowledge oh, of who yeah, Reese Raps was. Oh, okay. yeah, right. Because I thought we just met. <laughs> <laughs> no. So I was at this particular bar on the south side of Charlotte. The Trap? The Trap. Oh, no. I was at the Trap. It's like the Trap. <laughs> <laughs> I was at the Trap. And you walked in. Oh, this came out. And oh, either sorry, you girl. had a... And open oh, the, the, the okay. thing. Yeah. Um... And and you walked in, and I all I remember is if my memory serves me correctly, you had on red and black. Now either it was a red bodysuit and a black coat, or it was a black bodysuit with a red trench coat. But it was like a long trench coat. You had a mohawk. Oh, with a frohawk, a frohawk, a frohawk, yeah, a frohawk, um, right. Um. That might have been after I did the Fillmore show. Right yes, after I it did was the around Fillmore that time, show. I think. I had on a long red leather trench coat. Yeah, That's we right. all went to the trap That's afterwards. Right. That was my sister's spot. You're, so so what happened was your sister, the same female I think you're talking about, like we were we were sitting, me and my buddies, like one or two buddies or bar buddies or whatever. We were sitting at the thing, y'all came in, so we looked. And literally when you walked in, everybody was like, boom. 
And so automatically, me being you who I am, I'm room. like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, so everybody's like, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, well, is she a celebrity yeah, or something? Yeah, exactly. I'm like, well, who is she? So it's like, nah, man, she she's a rapper or whatever. And so I asked something, I asked your sister something. And she was like, no, my sister is a rapper and da 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 da. And she was like, you should buy a CD. And I was like, buy a CD? Like, I was like, all right. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, I ain't got no more money. He used to make a lot of money at the shop. Yeah, so I was like, I ain't, got no, I ain't got no cash. I got my card on me or whatever. She was like, we got cash app. <laughs> that is so funny. So uh, I actually bought a CD that night. And it took like a week because it like got lost in the car. You know what I mean? And then I, was, I found it in the car. I was like, oh, man, let me play this. And I played it. And it was a... I don't know if it was an EP or if it, it was, was just a, diary a song, of a Diary of a Pothead. Oh, at that point, I don't know if I even dropped that project at that no, point. But I was, was selling I, CDs yeah, even no, before I, I It was Diary of a Pothead because I listened to the song and I thought the shit was so cool. I was like, yo, like how in the fuck? I was like, man. I'm like, okay, cool. So then that's when I was like, well, does she have a YouTube channel, whatever? So then mm-hmm. I started looking at different things. But the CD had the number on it. And so that's when I called and I was like, uh, or maybe I te- I think I called and I was like, hey, I don't remember that part. But I do remember like I think you reached out to me on Instagram. No, that was later. That came oh, okay. later. You had- like, like, I think I literally called a number because the, the, there was a number on the CD. You remember I that, right? I remember a number being on there, but I don't know. If yeah. And I don't know if I got anybody or whatever, but it did have your, uh, your Instagram and, and information on it. And then I went over there, and then I saw some other things. And so, but I went to YouTube and I watched the video for Diary of a Pothead. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I was like, "Damn, okay." And so I watched, and I saw where um, someone else had interviewed you uh, early on. Well, I won't say early on, but you know, during that time, and I saw this interview. It was at uh, at the lake up uh, uh, University Lake. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Which is I where I first heard you talk about, you know, your your uh, domestic abuse situation yeah. or whatever. And I was like, damn. So, okay, she's talented. She's got a story. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, let me let me see Let's if I can get, get her on the show. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because at that time, uh, I think I had just started the podcast, actually. Had you already done the one with Riddle? So you were... You were yeah, so I was like... Already like, hmm. I was like, let's go. So, but anyway... um. So I listened to, to, to that music and then I kind of like, you know, followed you on Instagram and I saw, I'm like, yo, she stays working. Like mm-hmm. every time I look somewhere, she's performing here, performing there, performing. That's I'm like, awesome. damn, like, like she's not just because like and, 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 and I understand why maybe the guy was a little felt a little bit of a way. But oh, my yeah. point here is that you have this this aura about you. Like you have star it's power. Something that captivates people. You have you star it. power, like hands down. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? And I don't know if I can't speak for people who've never actually seen you in person or met you in person. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But it was like you walked into a room and you arrested everyone's attention, and I didn't know who you were. But you and wanted it, to know who she was. But I wanted to know who she was. <laughs> it was like, why is why is everything? Who wrong? is that nigga on that neck? <laughs> <laughs> you wanted to know. You so was it was, like, I, I was kind of like, like, who is this woman though? Like, yeah. seriously, all jokes aside, who is this woman? I like, why? And so, and then I learned, and so then I started to follow like your, uh, 
your career. I don't want to use that word, but I started to your follow your journey. There you go. And I started to really realize, like, she's on to something. So I guess my next question for you would be, when did you realize, like, mm-hmm. I got something? I'm on to something. Yeah, um, I realized that when I moved to Charlotte. And I said, when I moved to Charlotte, I was like, all right, I spent all that time not doing what I wanted to do. I wanted to go out and do open mics. I wanted to go out and start performing in that time frame. It was just everything was always shut down um, to me when I would go with, to my ex and be like, oh, well, let's do this. Or let's, it was just everything was always shut down. He didn't want me doing anything on my own. So when I got out of that, I felt just so free. Free to just move how I want to move. Because like, yeah. even before, he was actually a rebound. I was in a relationship for a year before that. I was only out of a relationship for a week, you know, before Ooh. I got into this new relationship. So I spent, like, from from age 18 to, like, 24, I was in a relationship. Yeah. And so when I got out, I just felt so free. And I was like, I want to make a project. I want to I wanna make an EP. So from January when I moved to Charlotte in 2018 till like March, I was just writing songs and, and, and making them. And then I was like, I need a studio. I need, I need a professional studio mm-hmm. where it sounds good. I end up meeting Crazy Figs at the mall. <laughs> and Crazy Figs <laughs> is like super dope producer out here, legendary producer out here. Mm-hmm. And I met him at the mall because I was always at the mall buying new clothes because mm-hmm. I moved here with no clothes. Okay. You know, I moved yeah. here with nothing. So um, I had fresh. money. I did have money. I had a lot of money. But I had a lot of money, but not not no clothes or but that's why I was like, I'm like, yo, the job can go, the the clothes could go, all my furniture, I don't care. Like I my life is more important. And right. I had to just like Great make a decision for my life. And then so I was always at the mall. I happened to meet Figs at the mall. Like I didn't have no Instagram. Um, I didn't have no social media when I moved here. I didn't when I met Figs, I didn't have no Instagram when I when I started recording. I didn't, I literally didn't get Instagram until um, like a month later when I when I decided, all right, I'm gonna I actually I'm on to something. This is good. Like yeah. the music when I worked started working with Figs and the music was like dope and I was like, Whoa, like I, I'm I really can do this but then it really set in I had to start going. So my granddad actually is the one who nicknamed me Reese. So he was the mm-hmm. only one that called me that before 2018. So I know gotcha. about when I met you, depending on what you call me. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> so right, someone right. say, yo, uh, what up, Shauna? I'm like, yo, where do I know this person? <laughs> like, you are the minority now. Like, who knows me as that? But um, I knew I knew them pr- prior to 2018. Exactly. But yeah. um I, it even felt weird. Like I remember the first couple times telling people that was my name. It felt weird, or even saying I was an artist. It felt weird. It was I wasn't comfortable, but I was like, I'm. A, I'm a just walking in. Right, yeah. right. I'm a so I start performing. So I start. I recorded for the first time, like in the studio in April 2018. I performed for the first time in June of 2018. Shout right. out to a poet named Superman. He still does this every Wednesday. Um, release therapy ever is. Yeah. I, I bet you know her daughter. I bet you. I, I feel like it too. Like <laughs> right. I'm like, I don't want to be like, oh, but I feel like we'll do it later. We'll do it later. Yeah. But I'm sure you know. Yeah, yeah I started fighting. Y'all were definitely yeah. mesh. Yeah. Like, for real. Yeah. 
Yeah, um, Reds was dope. I mean, it's still dope, yeah. but no, I don't go as much as I did when they did. <laughs> I hear like each location is different, each location yeah. they be at. But I lived in university mm-hmm. and shout out, you know, Cha Cha from the trap, always play pool. Girl always playing pool. Yeah, yeah, talking she, shit. Yeah, she died yeah. Um, this year. Are you serious? Oh, wow. Yeah, she died in a car wreck. Um, oh. Shout out to Cha Cha though. Like wow, she yeah. light skinned yeah. girl. Yeah, yeah. I know yeah. Exactly always who playing you're pool, talking. getting people for yeah. their money all the time. Was at the wow. trap forever. She used wow. to work like, with yeah. my sister. This is the worst time I could hear that because it's just like okay. Yeah, she yeah. she she died over the summer. That's it. Um, in a in a That's crash in a crash on like seventy seven. Um, yeah. Um. So she was that was sorry to just lay it on you like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. That was my um sister's coworker. So when I first moved to Charlotte, my sister was like, You wanna go to the trap? I'm like, no, I'm not trying to go to no trap. Because you think in this the trap trap. So that was my first <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was my first place I ended up going, like and yeah. and that was my first bar like I went to in Charlotte and stuff. I didn't know what was going on in the scene. So Reds actually was by my house. I went to Reds with Cha Cha. Um, she invited me to Reds on like mm-hmm. a Saturday. And I was it was just like I didn't like it on a Saturday. But I seen they was doing open mics on Wednesday. So mm-hmm. I was like, all right, I'm gonna come back. That was my way into the local music scene, you know, right. was um because from there you you meet other artists yeah, and you definitely. start learning about everything. I start following people, pulling up to everything. I perf- mm-hmm. so I went to start performing like I performed like over a hundred times in a four months man that year. Jeez. Yeah, because wow. I didn't want to look like I just started. I didn't want to look like I just started. So like like even with my Instagram, you know, my first year I had five thousand followers. You know, just from moving around and mm. and and I felt like I was late to the game, but like I felt like I had to go ten times as hard because I didn't want to look like I just started. I didn't want to be because I felt like damn, I started when I was nineteen, and now <laughs> here I am, just now performing yeah. at um, yeah. at twenty four, and I just don't want to look like. I, I just now I'm coming out the gate when so I, I had to get through that stage and, and doing that. So um I start looking at myself as look, long story short. <laughs> I started looking at myself as yo, I'm really doing this from the reaction that I would get from people. Even my first performance, it was like it was so much love and I was like, yo, this is like I could keep doing this. My second performance was not that great. <laughs> but because my I first performance was so good, yeah, yeah, I love that. Yeah, because my first one got so much love, I I, I knew to keep going. Like after after mm. my second, and, and I just was like, just kept going. But um, and then I won a Queen City Award my first year, like wow. in December of that same year. Damn, so, that's awesome. Yeah, so that I won Female Hip Hop Artist of the Year. December of 2018. So I moved in January, start recording in April, start performing in June, and, then and won the Queen, Queen City Award. That's awesome. And that just was told me, I didn't think, oh, yeah, I'm just the best out. But you, but knew I you was had like, something. Right. right. And I was like, wow, if they're validating me as an artist, then I'm I'm an artist. And you, you don't know have to get right. naked and on stage to do it. Yeah. Huh? 
You, you didn't have, have to, to get naked, naked on stage, on stage oh, right. to do it. No, I was doing. No, I'm just like. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you were semi naked. I got you. I got you. You showing a little, little, little skin, little skin. So, no, so, so here's the thing. No, here's the thing. In real life, there's nothing wrong with. You know that that wasn't primarily. No, I didn't. I was just kidding. I didn't. You were shouting. No, you was like, look, look, you, you, you might, you might have stripped for the one song. You might have done the one. Sexuality, because sexuality is a part of all of us it so is. we can't condemn somebody who is right right you know open with their sexuality right. in a performance but, but i think it, she's, you have to have more than that right. and so even if you did have that and i right. know you said that you didn't but if you did that's okay because right. that's, that's a part of a start who, it ain't where you finish because i think i feel like just from me seeing different things i feel like she has i i would use the term mastered the art of um Emanating sexuality without being vulgar, and that's a good yeah. thing. That's yeah, a good thing. yeah. I'll, I'll say that. Yeah, I, I'm, and I think really too, it, it comes down to just me as a person. I really, I'm not like that's kind of personal to me. Like, and my music is personal too. But it's like I'm kind of learning to express myself in that way without. Mm-hmm. Being over the top, you know, and yeah, right, right, to the public, right. So, um, but I think at first, you know, I did not want to be looked at as sexy. (laughs) I didn't want nobody. Yeah, I, I wanted you to just look at me like you look at the male rappers, you know. And I, I just didn't want to even be looked at as. I don't even want you to be attracted to me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm coming with. I might be have no makeup on because I want you to take me seriously. Right. I wanted to. I wanted to. to, I still had on makeup. Yeah, but I know. but yeah, you just but wanted yeah. to be taken seriously. I wanted to be. I wanted my music to be the only thing that you tap into and everything. So yeah, give it a second. Yeah, I'm say, <laughs> remember where you where you are though. Uh-huh. But that's funny because so I'm gonna be honest with you. That night you stepped in the trap. You you were fully clothed. Hey hey. <laughs> she always she usually just like creep by. Yeah. She's like, no, I got something this time. I gotta put down. But um, you you were fully clothed, but there was still like that aura, that, that aura, that level. Like dudes were literally like, like I'm talking to this guy. This guy, he wasn't listening anymore. He was like, <laughs> and so I turned around and I was like, I mean, I was kind of like. Hmm. <laughs> Uh-huh. She looks really nice because mm-hmm. listen, so like, oh, out like what I will say about Miss Reese Raps is uh, she dresses nice, like and not like other women don't dress nice, but like they said in Painting Food, but you dress nice, nice. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 my co-host dresses nice, nice, and I know a few women who dress nice, nice, but I know a lot of women who dress slutty and think it's nice. Yeah, but the, the you understand what I'm is, saying? Like it's different. Like so, a woman can wear tights and 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 whatever, and just put it together, and it's good. But then some women have to show like, damn near like you could see their panties type shit. You know what I'm saying? And I hope you've never worn that because I'm not talking about you. <laughs> I just know what you think I'm talking about you. But but I have seen some performances, some performances uh, that you've done. And it's not like you you come out there in baggy jeans dressed like a boy, 
mm-hmm. you don't. I I feel like it's very well done, and, and you don't degrade yourself. You can own your sexuality right. without being right. sexual, right? Right. And a lot of things. Yeah. A lot of times, I feel like um, sometimes people think the clothes sum up who you are. Nah. But mm-hmm. like you said, she was covered up, right? Her that essence, like that, her she, that woman was covered all the way no, up. But that's what I'm saying. Like some <laughs> people, some people really, and I'm not, you know, throwing stones at anybody because God didn't give me a body for a reason. Because I'm gonna tell you what, nothing be covered but my nipples. But some people don't have to do that. I'm just saying. Hey, I, I done talked about it on this show before. Like yeah. he didn't give me a yeah. bad body for a reason. Like I'm, I'm all right for me, but I ain't, you know, I ain't Nikki. But some people can exude that same kind of sensuality, that same kind of sexiness and be covered all the way up to here. Right. And it's not something that they walk in a room and have to, you know, just lay out for everybody to see. People can still feel that. Yeah. I I'm attracted to this person's aura. Yeah. Not so much that I see her tits, I see her right. ass, I see her th- and even if they do, they don't see it in the same way. Right. Because you exude something that's a little bit different. You exude that I don't need to sell this. I am who I am. And once you talk to me, once you see me, once right. you feel me, once you get to, you know, really sense who I am. You'll be attracted to me anyway. Totally With, I could have a, a, a snuggie on, <laughs> and you would still be because attracted to you, who I am. You know what I'm saying? And some people have that yeah. option. Some people don't really yeah. like. You really think that the girl who's fully stacked sometimes nah. she has, gonna get attention, but it ain't the she right kind. So I'm telling you, this woman stepped into this bar fully clothed with a trench coat on, and like literally. Everybody was all all eyes were on her. All attention That's was focused awesome. on her. And and what was so dope is we knew. I instantly knew she's not even trying. Yeah, she was. She she just she wasn't coming, coming in here. In she just coming in there being herself. Yeah, to say hey, how y'all doing? I'm gonna have a drink or two and I'm out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She wasn't coming in to impress. Yeah. She was coming in there exactly. being herself. And this was my lounge. But she can't. She did come to sell some CDs. Of course. Uh, <laughs> But she, she did that. She did that. She bought a business. Yeah, exactly. Like, you can be both. You can be I a master yeah. chat, man. They closed down. I know. Yeah. yeah. I it's it's the very chat. sad. Very sad. Yeah, because that was really like, I knew I could go there and guarantee make like 80 to to $100 just you. off. The same thing with Reds. It's like, I just off showing up. Uh-huh. Right. Just yeah. showing up. But yeah, I think, um, too, like learning kind of like where I stand. I think when I dropped Pro Vibe, that was like my first kind of sexy song. Even though if you really listen to the song, it's really not sexy. Mm-hmm. It's just in a sexy tone. But I'm right. really like cock blocking throughout the song. <laughs> wow. Wow. I'm just like, um, he asked me if I'm ever going to jot the dun dun. But I just want to hear the beat. But bum bum. Then he tell me that he coming home with me. Nah, uh-uh. Let's get this straight. <laughs> see? I love see? it. He ain't coming over it. here, nigga. It's it. like, what does this even mean? But it's like, it's not. It's like, I'm kind of leading somebody on in the yeah. song. But the, the tone is very sexy. And the video was more sexy. And it's kind of like, that was probably like the sexiest thing I've ever put out. Like, But you know, sometimes as, as, as listeners, we always interpret it the way we want to. Because like, we love pretty wings. We love Pretty Wings as a love song, but mm-hmm. Maxwell has said several times, this is a breakup song. 
We don't ever take it as a breakup song. Oh, right, right, right. You know right. what I'm saying? That we like, exactly. Yeah. But I finally sat down and really listened to the lyrics, and I was like, he really is breaking up You know another song like that? And I'm going to be the first to say it. Lenny Williams, Because I Love You. Mm. That song is about a rebound. Oh. Got you, got so you. So when he talking, he like, the whole song he talking about, girl, you know, I, 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 I love you. You know, no matter, yeah. you know, then he started talking like, you know, one time things got so bad until I went to one of my yeah. friends to talk to him. And then having problems with the What's woman that I love. I hate this song. You know I hate this I song. I love this song. <laughs> I only hate it because it's so freaking long. It's about a rebound. Like I thought, he was, I thought <laughs> no, the friend no, no. was a dude. You thought it was a, about a dude? No, I thought when he said he went like, to his friend, it was a dude. No, no, no. Like, look. So he's like. Please I'm having problems with the woman that I love. You know, I seen the caller on the phone and I just can't get her to answer. I'm not going to do it. You know, he rolled himself in a big old ball and, and cried. <laughs> then, then I met you, darling. He said He's that. He said that. Right. It's oh, another girl. Wow. So that girl he was all crying about. He, was, he ain't even. The song right, ain't yeah. even, The song is about the girl, the girl he, he broke his about. heart. Right. Well, I don't know if the whole song was about that girl, you know. But, but when, he, when he was getting the breakdown, when he talking about knocking on the door and Nas was an answer, he talking about the last girl he was yes, with. Right. Then, I met, then you, I met you, darling, you. and yeah. you smiled at me. Oh, oh, such a pretty smile. Yes, it was. Yeah. And you reached out your hand. Yeah. You helped, like, you, you helped, helped wow. him yeah. out of this other relationship Never that he was with. That. Yeah, yeah. I really Never listened. I was like, damn. But she's so, a lyricist, so she's going to listen to lyrics. I mean, but you know, I listen to songs, too. Like, I, I do, too, but, down, but, but she heard the shit different. But I would tell you why I never heard because, you know, I hate the damn song. It I'm, took I'm, me a long time I'm to hear it. Every time I hear them. We be singing that song, me and my mom, my sister. I know we be singing that song. We used to have our remote and our pencils. But, All right, oh. so let's not get lost. So this is what, what it was. So uh, we talked about dope, receive, raps, is as an artist starting off. Then we got into where she's from. We got into how she started rapping, right? We got into her uh, journey a little Definitely. bit. We found out about, you know, her abusive relationship and, and, and coming here. And so we've come to a point where we have to we have to talk about what's presently going on with her though, because she she hadn't stopped. See, if you That's thought awesome. she stopped, <laughs> <laughs> no, the trajectory is still upward. So, Upwards. Yeah, yes, let's talk about that. Like, so right. <laughs> I, I just I just so I've. Have you you've done magazines and, and stuff in the sort? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, um, recently, I got featured in. Um, I've been featured in Queen City Nerve. Mm -hmm. um, they recently put me. They just did a because I was featured in their first year in 2019. That was mm -hmm. my first like real editorial, you know. Yeah. And um, so they would updated that. You know, they they did their hundred stories for their hundredth. I don't know if they did a hundred stories. I don't know. It was their hundredth edition. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it was a hundredth issue. So they featured me in that. And um I've been, you know, I I, I stay, you know, interviewing and and, <laughs> and grinding. Yeah, she's yeah, everywhere. It's, it's, I stay I interviewing. You she's yeah, so it's been a lot. But um yeah, it's just been um I think what's really cool about what I'm doing now is that 
I had that group of music that I, I, a lot of my music I recorded and put out was stuff from that first group of music, I was, first songs I ever recorded. And um, Diary of Pothead EP, I dropped in 2019. Those were the first songs I ever recorded. Are you so. serious? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Like, when I listened to that, I thought you were, like, a seasoned vet. Like, yeah. literally. Yeah, those were literally, you, you I met Figs in April. Listen. He will listen. Like, when he <laughs> says he listened to it, yeah. don't think he listened to one song. He listened to it repeatedly. Yeah. yeah. Like, he, he's one of those people that will really invest time and be like, okay, like, this is really good. Mm-hmm. And really, for real, think somebody is there and it's like that's they're, they're up and coming he's right. like what <laughs> like whatever like yeah. because it's so good so yeah thank you it's it's been like so i'm at fix mid-april diary of a pothead i recorded like april 27th like that Damn. was wow yeah like it was my the diary of pothead was my second studio session i did one studio session with him um i think i recorded distractions of happiness and some other songs and then there's are some songs that i didn't release from my first group of uh, <laughs> uh, stuff I mean, but like uh, yeah and it's it's mm, it's just some things that need to be worked on and it's not they're bad songs yeah. it's just like yeah some things it's like so do you so feel you like you're your, your own worst critic possibly um yeah 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 definitely 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 i am <laughs> and um i think kind of you need that i kind of i don't want to I love all the positive affirmations and feedback, but it's like I just wanna, I wanna know how I could do better because I know mm-hmm. you you could always do better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I'm very proud of those that first project I put out. The way it's sequenced, yeah. the um, the length of the project, just like like to this day, I'm really proud of it. Like, um, so from there, but once I got on the scene, you know, because you know I recorded a lot of that before I started performing, before I got on scene, before I had an Instagram. So yeah. once I got on scene, I was so about, I got to promote myself. I got to be everywhere. I got to, I, I can't, I can't miss anything. I had a lot of FOMO. I was everywhere. <laughs> Did you I'm find t- yourself being pulled too much? I was, I was everywhere. I, and then especially Jeez, after like the busy season <laughs> with insurance, um, Ended in 2018. Cause I was still doing shows after mm-hmm. like working all day and mm-hmm. still doing shows. But then, I was like, I came off the busy season. I was like, all right, now I can travel. I was all yeah. over. I went to Coachella. I went to a lot of different awesome. uh, places in Did 2019. Did you actually perform that? Like I didn't that? perform at Coachella. Went. I went. Okay. To, and I but missed yeah. most of the performances. Yeah. <laughs> and no, I get it. <laughs> yeah. It's a whole lot. Right. Coachella yeah. a whole lot. It's, yeah. So, so I want to ask you I this went. then. I want to ask you this then. What is your... Okay, two questions. What do you love most? No. What is your favorite experience as an artist? Number one. And what is your like most horrific or worst experience mm-hmm. as an All artist? All right, I'll answer that. Before I answer that, um, I did want to finish. Yeah, go ahead. But, um, so I brought, so with COVID, all that shit shut down. Mm-hmm. You know, Gosh, all yeah. the events. So I was able to go back in and see where my sound was because I wasn't creating music while I was just. I was just out all the time, you know, like working and out. So 
COVID happened, I was forced to like go in and see what this new wave of music sounds like. So now I'm very excited to show y'all like how I've grown musically awesome. and everything. And I, I, I feel like it's not the same as what it was before. It's still dope. And I continue to create amazing music, amazing mm-hmm. timeless music. And I, I listen to myself all day, all night. Like, as like, you should. Yeah, you should. I'm a, right, I am. And I am my worst critic as well. As well. My most favorite thing about doing this so is creating music. That's really the best part. There's nothing like creating a new song that will last forever. You know, there's nothing like that moment. You you have to be caught in that moment of time. And it's like, I remember one song I created, my song Happy Right Now, I created. I was supposed to go out that night. My sister was like, oh, I can't make it. So I was like, I'm not going. And then she was like, oh, I could come down. But I started writing. So I was like, but if I didn't go out, I, I was going to go to Player Made. Shout out to Player Made. I miss Player Made. That was a really <laughs> dope event. Um, I'm like, damn, if I would have went to Player Made that night, though, I wouldn't have this song. This song is beautiful, and I love it. And mm, um, awesome. it's just these moments that yeah. you can't really um, – you just in the moment and capture it's, it's really it's really a gift it's really like it's just nothing like creating a new song like especially because mm. everything i feel like everything i create and bring to fruition is is really dope like i don't make bad songs i don't i don't i don't think i do but i i still am a critic though <laughs> with I myself feel like your timing is perfect though yeah. like even though you went through all of that stuff i feel like in some weird way, it was supposed to happen because your timing right. is perfect. Yeah. Like you're the yeah. breath of fresh air. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then you're in the space where you feel and you know when you go down and you begin to write and you begin to hear, begin to hear something that this is the time that it's supposed right. to come out. Just like you're saying, like, if I would have went out, I wouldn't have made this song. Right. And I love this song. Right. Your timing seems to be perfect. Yeah. And it's it's beautiful. Man, there's really nothing like that feeling. Like when you really like, it's just nothing. I can't even explain it. It's like nothing like when you create that music, especially like I said, like there was time. I don't take this shit for granted. Like there was times where I would want to create beautiful songs and I couldn't, I couldn't create it. I don't know. It just wouldn't be, but maybe it was dope. Maybe I was being, sometimes we're too critical of ourselves Mm -hmm. and different things, but there's really nothing like that. And so it's just, I'm gifted, man. And that, and that's, it's a beautiful gift to have. I really love doing it. I really love creating music. I love performing too, though. Like, um, I, I especially with bands, especially with live bands. That wow, that day I did yeah. the Fillmore and came to chat. That was my first time performing with a band, and it was like a different it was, vibe. Right, it was different. right, yeah. You feed you off that. each other. Your heart. Such, yeah. If you're not from Charlotte, you feed off and you each have other. never been to the Fillmore. The Fillmore shows are freaking epic because, because of the intimacy. It's, it's the, an intimate and that's vibe. exactly what I was going to yeah. say. They are so intimate like you feel like you and that person that are on stage that's your that's your people right like the lighting everything so intimate it looks like your feet gonna hurt if you ain't got no vip (laughs) exactly but like when you leave a fillmore show 
like you you feel like you and that person know each right. other. Like yeah. it's it's freaking awesome. Like I love Fillmore shows. So like Yeah, it was definitely like a a, a big a big milestone for me because mm-hmm. I w- I had been pursuing music for less than a year. And I did the Fillmore. I remember going to the Tech awesome. Nine show at the Fillmore and I posted this one of my first posts on Instagram and I was like um, went to the Tech Nine show. One day I'm gonna rock a crowd like that. And you did it. And yeah, and in less than a year Hell I was at the same venue. Same Let's exact talk venue. about that. I have seen like we go. You got to give your Instagram and all that, but mm-hmm. I have yeah. seen some of your videos, and I see how crowds respond to you. Mm-hmm. How 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 does that actually affect you? Like, have <laughs> you even grasped that yet? Like, <laughs> like how they respond. Because I've seen like crowds get they they fuck with you, yeah. right? <laughs> you yeah, know I, mean? I get a lot of love no matter where I go. Um, I get a lot of love, like, and it's like it's crazy that it's like it's not disputed. That's my awesome. my talent yeah. is not disputed. My ta- it's not like oh she's not like no matter where I go I really get love and it, I'm I'm really grateful for that because it, it could. It could be anything, you know, and it's it could be anything. But I definitely um man, it's nothing like it. It's nothing like being in that moment and my favorite part is creating, but my second favorite part is performing the stuff I create, you know? Yeah. And it's really it's 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 just that energy. I think I really came to the conclusion recently that damn, that's probably when I'm performing, that's literally probably the most time I stay in the present. My mind can go so many different places, past, future, past, mm-hmm. future, past, future. But when I'm performing, you have to lock in. You mm. have to lock into the present where you're at. Or you're going to fuck up your words. You're gonna, <laughs> right. You start exactly. thinking about other stuff. You, have you, you ever can't. done that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, she said her second show wasn't that great. Well, she didn't say why. But, <laughs> that, but, the but reason why is because I was standing in one space. And uh, and I just was, yeah, I was just you in the beginning. You wasn't the crowd. Right. You right. But then the crowd also wasn't really... Tapped into what I was doing, right. so it just it hurt my feelings. But <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, sorry, but we have been in a space even as the cognac room yeah. where the crowd wasn't responsive, and it but really by the changed. end of the night, goddamn, yeah, by the end of the night, right, <laughs> it really will change how you right. feel because you're like, Whoa. but here's the thing: if right. you gotta, if you gotta, I, I put myself because I used to rap a little bit, so and I used to do shows and record and shit, mm-hmm. yeah. So I understand a lot of what she's saying, but like at the end of the day, like if I got. If they gave me like a ten minute spot, I only got ten minutes to warm these so, niggas exactly. up and get them on my side, and then like for the first eight, <laughs> it's hard. They weren't really fucking with it's me. It's hard, yeah. So by the last two, if I could have done another song, mm-hmm. they would have really been like, "All right, you always you know feel what like saying? what but, you could have done, right?" You know? yeah. So when the, yeah. when those things happen, though, you kind of have to be like, "Okay, I know what I right. want to do next time, and I know right. what I will do." But next everything's time. a Everything's a lesson. Like yeah. everything is a progression. Um, I was actually going to say that about her. Like I appreciated how she took the life lessons mm-hmm. from the past, even the abusive relationship yeah. and everything, and then moved forward and used them as blessings. Like yeah. she used them to to navigate how she thinks, how she's going to, you know, right. Uh, distribute herself to the public right, like she right. said i'm okay well i want to be this person i don't right. want to be a person who does this i want to mm. be a person who moves this way right like she used all of that yeah. negative energy that was placed upon yeah. her and used it for positivity in it's, your career so we still you can do that with her. anything yes yeah, yeah. it's, it's like it's positives and all the negatives and but a lot of people don't think like that some people <laughs> think when you know you get 
you get one bad review or one bad thing that oh god I'm so I still got a couple of questions man so I still you got didn't like ask two. me what they I didn't answer right. yeah um, that's right the, the, most, the, the most yeah the worst the worst thing <laughs> um the worst thing I've experienced yeah. as an artist yeah hmm just as an artist in this in this in this path in this journey. Yeah. <laughs> I I'm you know Oh, there's two things that come to mind. <laughs> We're <laughs> listening. Go for listening. My worst performance, most embarrassing performance to this day was um <laughs> in this band. I took the month of August off in 2018. Um cuz I was like I just want to take the whole month and just perform i performed like 30 times that month like <laughs> damn every day damn yeah, yeah yeah sometimes two times a day sometimes three gotcha. times a day and um <laughs> this was a part of like really learning mm-hmm. where i where i stand and what's for me what's not for me so there was my first performance in atlanta <laughs> oh, um wow. this is my first <laughs> performance in atlanta and atlanta's great like no it is there's a lot of different scenes in atlanta right mm-hmm. So me being the person that I am, I'm like, at first I was like, every, I need to be at every performance. And there was an opportunity. This was at a strip club in Atlanta. Now, me not thinking like, all right, I don't make strip club music. Gotcha. Ah. You know what I'm saying? I don't make strip club music. So <laughs> I performed at a strip club in Atlanta, The Diary of a Pothead at a strip club in Atlanta. Which is a dope song, but <laughs> it's song. not stripper music. It's not. But then... <laughs> So they had the strippers dancing on stage during my song, right? Wow. And then um, the DJ like, you better throw some money up there. I'm like, I know. I had on this custom outfit that was um, crocheted. Mm-hmm. And it didn't have no pockets. It was so small. Like, it was like a little, like, outfit and it was crocheted. It was like black and yellow. And I'm like so excited to perform for the first yeah. time in Atlanta. I'm on there. I'm on stage. I was like, I know he ain't talking about me about throwing no money. Clearly, I don't got no money or no pockets yeah. to even put no money. <laughs> you know? Right, and I right, heard him right. get like the DJ, like, you better throw some money up there. I'm like, he, but because earlier, me and my sister, I went out there. Um, and my sister early on, she was really just there all the yeah. time um, for everything. And, um, she even said, like, before I start performing, like, I hope they get paid by the hour because nobody was tipping, you know, these strippers. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm like, he must be talking to the crowd because, you know, they wasn't really tipping. And then they cut my music off, mid, like, in the second verse. Oh, and then, shit. And then I'm like, you know, I know. <laughs> this is so embarrassing. It's okay. So, um, I still cringe, but I watched the video. It's all on video. Uh, so I um, kept rapping because, you know, I know the show must go yeah, on. You know, exactly. you keep rapping. Was it malfunction? Mm-hmm. Then a guy comes up to me and you see me lean over and I'm like, what happened to the music? <laughs> In the mic. Yeah. And then like he's like, yeah, you wasn't tipping the strippers. So they cut your music out. That's how they do out here. And then I, I got off stage. And wow. Like, ah, but that's some bullshit, though. I was so mad. That's a whole yeah. lot of bullshit. I was so bullshit. mad. I was so mad. I was yeah. upset. I was in my car, like, <laughs> crying. Like, but that wasn't your scene. Damn. Yeah. It was, it, it, but then that showed me, you know, 
maybe a strip club in Atlanta where you got to tip the strippers ain't the ain't the best place for you to go. But exactly. I was like, I what get you high. To the table. So I don't feel the lows, put some money yeah. on the host. Like, no, no, that's yeah. not gonna that work like that. Exactly. Yeah. It wasn't even a song for that setting. So, you know, I don't do strip club performances now unless I have a song that's gonna fit a strip club. Yeah, exactly. you know? And I might have one yeah. one day that fits, or I might have a couple that may fit. But and that's fine. It's just yeah. about knowing like and knowing that's a part of experience. And, and your people, yeah. Right, knowing where what what's gonna make the most sense for you and everything. So um that happened. I'll say the other time was when um <laughs> um uh, this is also in well that was in 2018 then 2019 i haven't had no horrible experiences in the last two years but That's good uh, yeah <laughs> progress uh-huh. <laughs> but 2018 2019 it was um i had tickets to like shout out to me i am she was like um with radio station in raleigh um carolina ways um K97.5 She was like Oh if you're gonna be Cause I was everywhere I was at every you event that, yeah. I'm like yeah So I was like Definitely gonna be In BT Awards Weekend in LA And she was like Yo if you're there You know we get you In the radio room um, And and do all that So like Which is where All the radio stations From interview all over the world everybody. Interview at, Right mm-hmm. Not all over the world All over the country Interview all the artists And stuff And she's like I gotta add you on the list Whatever That was supposed to be A Thursday I had a ticket for that But then somebody Hit me up Like Oh here's this conference We're doing here in Charlotte And um Lil Nas X Is opening up Or is, is headlining Do you wanna open up mm. And I already had The BT Awards Thing planned the same thing, yeah, and I, I had to make that. a decision. That was dope as fuck. I had to make a decision, right? And um, Lil Nas X had the what the all time road number one song in the country at, the at that time, point, yeah. right? Yeah, and I was like, oh, I can open up for this artist, or I can go and, and network and do this thing I already had scheduled. <laughs> and um, I chose to stay. In Charlotte, and I was all posting about decisions, and you know, I had to yeah. sacrifice the word of day sacrifices, right? Tell me why <laughs> I did this shut thing in Charlotte, and mm-hmm. and then Lil Nas X never showed up, <gasps> and he was in the radio the room, and when we taking pictures with Mirror, he was taking Damn. pictures with Mirror in the radio room. Oh wow! And so, and then. By the time that they they wasn't telling me that he wasn't showing up, so it's you like I, I went on late. Well, I went on at a time they announced it to everybody before even having me go up. So people was leaving and and different shit, and it was like, and then they cut my time short, and then cut my mic off while I was performing. And so those are two times I got my mic cut off. And that time I, I threw the mic on the ground. I kept before it was upset. like then I posted yeah. this whole thing about sacrifices. The word of the day was sacrifice. And I put all the things, all the money I had sacrificed, and then like to do all that and then Lil Nas don't show up and oh, he taking pictures shit. at the place where at you the place was supposed where to be. you were supposed to yeah. be right. Priceless. Yes. <laughs> and wow. yeah, it was it was an experience. it was definitely a huge learning experience because really that opportunity to network was more valuable than just opening up. You know, and it's just right. certain things you just learn, you know, being an artist, I don't you know, I've never had management, you know. So um 
it's just certain things. I've learned a lot just by experiencing things yeah. and doing different things. So yeah. it was just one of them things where it's like, all right, I should have just went with what I already had scheduled you and went with everything. Your gut, they I, didn't pay us to perform at the thing on top of that. So it was, it was like networking would yeah, have been more, been, right? way made more profitable. You, yeah, more profitable yeah. in the long run. But, but, yeah. but you have to, you know, you live and you learn. You have yeah, to go definitely, right. definitely. You have to take your bumps, man. But Reese, listen, you are. The queen of Charlotte in my book. <laughs> in my book. I mean, honestly, like, especially, like, because, because, like, there's so much meaning behind your music and the things that you say and, mm -hmm. the, you know, and, and you've had, you've, you've paid your dues and you're still paying your dues. But I feel like, like you're, you're on the precipice of something great. That's just my opinion. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Definitely. Uh, anything you want to let your fans let the people know well here's where I'm at now so I dropped a diary pilot. that's my only project out I've dropped, I have about maybe like 20 songs out now I've been dropping music you know um, I haven't dropped another project and I have two projects on the way actually right now that's awesome. um, yeah. yeah so um, one of them is only going to be on like YouTube and audio mag SoundCloud my website Go to my website, join my email list. Um, it's called Compounded Progression, you know, and it's a different tone, you know, from my last project. And it's really, and it, it's, it's with all Jay Dilla beats, man. Shout out to Jay Dilla. It's something about, um, he innovated, you know, for his era, you know, and, and his Definitely. style of beat making. And um, it's, I really just love his beats and they really speak to me and I can, I can have quote-unquote writer's block you know and um it's really not writer's block you really just not encountering the things that inspire you so um wow. compounded progression is actually something that i it's all from this year it's probably the the quickest i've ever dropped music you know from because usually i'll be sitting on my music for two three years or a year or, or you know it's it's all the songs that are from march of this year until you know, July, you know, so um, it's it's really like what I've been going through currently and presently. And it's kind of like it's just a it's a introspective project. And it's really about, you know, you, they say growth is manifested by compounded progression. You got to You know what I'm saying? You got to you got to like really build on what you're doing and, and keep getting better and, and certain times we feel discouraged I've, I've i get discouraged a lot a lot you know it's 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 very it's difficult but then it's also like the love for it keeps me here you know the love for it keeps me going so um compounded progression is really a just a project about and in the and song you played off off of that is enough is enough is um one of the songs on the project but that's probably like my most shit talking this song on the project. The most, <laughs> the most of it is just like right, sometimes. right. Most of it is just really like introspective and me um, looking at myself and and just feeling like something's gotta give. You know, something you gotta you gotta get to that next level. I just feel like this it, moving on to the next level is is really the path. But I also wanted to put out something that was hip hop straight hip-hop beats you know because all my stuff is like jazzy funky mix you know mm -hmm. it's a lot of instrumentation stuff that gotcha. can translate really well to live bands and stuff like that but 
I love hip hop too, you know, and I, you might see it more in my freestyles than my music. You know, yeah. I'll freestyle over some hip hop beats, but I don't really have no music to straight hip hop beats. So this is um, just really paying homage to hip hop, you know, in, it, in gotcha. its form, you know. So um, before I move on to my next project, which is called Queen of Hearts, which is a, a, a project more about heartbreak. And I can draw a lot from that, from what I've been through. Definitely. Even if I'm not currently going through that, it's like when I when I hear a beat, I might go to heartbreak because I haven't felt love since I, I like a relationship type of love. I felt love, you know, but I haven't felt a relationship type of or felt like I was in love, should I say, um, with a significant other. You know, I'm in love with my family, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> but no, that, but with yeah. your family, in love with yourself, Friends, in love with yeah, your right, right. That takes me to another yeah. question I have for you. Mm -hmm. Because I, I've constantly heard you refer to this man as your ex. <clears throat> and when we look at the timeline, based on what you said, it's been a, a good space of time since you've been in a relationship. Right. And I can understand how, having gone through what you went through, uh, you just kind of like, yeah, it's, I need some time to myself. Right. 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 Uh, but, but at the same time, I guess one of the questions would be, um, is, is, is that what, the reason why? Like, are you just like, yeah, I'm not, yeah, I'm not ready yet. Yeah, I do feel like I'm not ready to be in a relationship at this stage where I'm at right now. I feel like I have to figure out think more things about myself you know i go through things even outside of relationship life is hard whether you're in a relationship or it not right, is. right. And, and then relationships can make life harder more a lot of times and yeah. it's, so it's like i'm not searching for it um because i feel like a lot of people get into things broken two broken people get into something and they try to make something whole and it's like two whole people can get into something and, and make something doubly yeah, whole. Exactly. I don't know, like wholesome. Or broken. <laughs> right, yeah. or right, broken. right. I guess so, right? <laughs> yeah. So it's like about, it's about like I'm not searching for it and I do feel like there's certain things that I realize I still haven't dealt with from that situation and I don't really, even with, you know, realizing all right he works with me again now even though i'm not having to be in the office it's like how am i even in the presence of you. virtually yeah. of this person again and it's it's certain things that i haven't even dealt with like regarding that and and i do see certain things when that come out because i went through that that i i have a i i'm I don't, I don't say a fear, but it's like I'm very cautious about getting into situations with people because I realized my, my relationship was not abusive until after a whole year right. of us so being together. So it can together. be good. Right, it can be right. Good but there are time. signs. Yeah. There are signs that you can realize. And it's, sometimes I feel like I might be being paranoid because I'll see certain signs and I'll be like, I just... Yeah. I gotta move on. I can't. I can't really be like, in nigga, this. You, you know? love me a little too much. I'm right, not doing this right. shit. Right. It's just certain, yeah. it's certain or you're, things. You're, you want to, me to be safe, but it, am right. I safe from you? Right. Yeah. You're controlling. Yeah. You, yeah. you. You. You acting a little controlling on it, and it's like so. I just feel myself um, dodging certain things because of that. But then I, when I make music, I draw from a place of heartbreak and like 
I'm not fucking with people rather than <laughs> <laughs> rather than like love. I don't really, mm-hmm. I don't make many love songs. Got you know, you. I yeah, got one got love you. song, and that first verse was a verse that I had wrote when I first got with my ex. It was mm. just something I had. So I drew from that. Like, but I don't. I could probably get on somebody else's track about love and, and drop talk it. about yeah. love, but. It's just not true to where I'm at right now. I don't I don't make love music until I feel like I'm in love. Yeah. And I just haven't felt You want it to happen like organically. That. Right. Have, you, have yeah. you given guys a chance? Um, yeah, I have. <laughs> yeah, she's laughing. She's uh, laughing, I, fellas. I have I have given people a chance, but I just don't really like You still have walls up. Yeah, I mean I really don't see myself with nobody that I've like talk to i just don't see i don't know i just don't think i've encountered the the person that i feel like would compliment my lifestyle compliment what i like to do um and, and also we're compatible you know because there's people that could compliment your lifestyle and that and don't mean y'all not, not supposed to be together uh-huh. you know it's like i don't know it's just certain things i, I just really man, i'm not really too into that I'm no, right it, now. Like, yeah, I mean, not that it would have to be that way, but they got to be willing to sleep alone in Charlotte while you are in Miami, doing right. something like they, and be secure. It's be hard. Secure. That, that yeah, exactly. it's hard to be in a relationship in this um, being a musician, mm-hmm. and I will definitely say that because it's like as old as time, right? For yeah. real, it really is. It's, yeah. a, it's like because it's certain things that I'm able to do that you're not even on nothing, but if you're in a relationship. It can be a problem. Yeah. yeah. Like even For just sure. going to the studio with male For producers. Sure. That's right. For sure. You're not fucking with none of these producers. You know that, but you might have to argue with somebody about right. what you're not doing. And it was a lot of that For in my sure. relationship. And so that it's fucks like, up the creativity. Right. And it's like you're really interfering with my career at yeah. this point. So now I'm like more career focused in family focused or relationship focused and everything and and that's fine for me right now but i don't know if that's gonna you know backfire to where i'm so successful in my career and then i don't have yeah that you, you have know no, trust balance, me when you get the money time. you're gonna get the guys I have but you a, just gotta pick the right one yeah that's, yeah, that's the that's the thing <laughs> like right. you, you don't want people to you want somebody that will be there from the beginning you know, you yeah. want somebody that will see you, you before everything. Exactly, right, right. exactly. You want that, but then it's like, if you don't have that, and you, you at a certain point, it's like, what are you going to do? You yeah. know, you can't, you you can't stop going. shooting. You, know? you got to keep shooting. You got to keep, shooting you in gotta the gym, keep going. Even so if no one I have a, a, a kind of closing question because I know we're running long in time or whatever. But what does success look like for you? What will be that day when you go, I did it? I did what I wanted to do. I'm where I want to be. What does success look like for you? Here, mom, top of the world. That's right. (laughs) You know what's crazy is um, I don't think I'll ever feel that. Um, I'm always always have a new goal. I'm always wanting more. I'm always, always, always wanting more. Um, Musically, though, the best way I can answer that is I want to. I also do events. I didn't mention that. I do dope events. I started doing events 2019, open mics, all different types of things. Um, I, and I've also, you know, I've traveled. Uh, I've traveled all across the United States, but going to London this summer awesome. really changed my perspective. Awesome. And it's like, man, there's a whole world out here. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a whole world out here and they have their own scenes and they have their yeah. own creativity and it's very inspiring. Um, so success 
to me looks like traveling the world being able to live sufficiently off of your art and your craft spread a message but also i feel like my words the common theme throughout my life is that my words have power. My words are very powerful, whether it be I can speak to you. I can do a podcast interview. Mm -hmm. I can write something out. I could do a song. You don't got to like my music, but I can reach you in a way. It's all about the medium that you reach people on, you know? So it's about getting out these different mediums, even through film and different things. Like I think um, success looks like expressing my creativity and is many mediums as possible so i can reach people in so many different ways because yes. they don't gotta like my music but they might watch a film i put together yeah. they might listen to me speak yeah. they might watch this podcast interview and really rock with it yeah. and really take some things from it so it's about changing the mindset you know and giving people different perspectives because i feel like i have a gift in the way i see things and um, the more you share your perspective, the more you can influence others to think differently. And the you know? more you realize you're not alone in that perspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's another thing. Yeah, just realizing, you know, you're going to lose people, you know, but you're going to gain your core. Exactly. And you're going to gain people that really rock with you. So wow. it's about expressing, you know, expressing myself freely, but also having the freedom. Really, all, all in all, I just want to be free. I just want to be free, you know. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's, that's like, um, I don't Listen. know. Okay, oh, go ahead. Yeah, I got like, out. Listen, if you if you enjoyed this interview, go and check Reese Raps out on all her platforms. Listen to her music, stream that shit, share that shit, tell exactly. everybody about this shit because we represent like 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 real talent. Like she wouldn't even be on this platform if she didn't have. If talent. she wasn't good to the ear, exactly. Yeah, she has to be pleasant to the ear. Period. Whoever, Absolutely. male or female, so everybody, exactly. And if you fuck with us, you support this podcast, then definitely go and follow us on Instagram at the Cognac Room Podcast. Follow us on uh, Twitter at the Cognac exactly. Room. Follow us on Facebook at the Cognac. Cognac Room Podcast. That yak mm -hmm. hit me a little bit. <laughs> yeah, we good. did almost finish that bottle. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, right. I was like, I realized it was up at the top. It's going down significantly. Follow me, Reese Rats, everything Reese Rats. Go to ReeseRats.com, R E E C E E R A P S, on everything. Google me, Reese Rats. You'll, you'll see a bunch of different stuff, articles, different things. Um, definitely subscribe to my YouTube, join my email list. Everything again is Reese Rats on whatever streaming platform you listen to is Reese Rats. Be on the lookout for compounded progression drop in january 1st definitely it's gonna be really for my hip-hop heads i really yes, want to hear that yes. hip-hop on the old school beats that's that's for y'all you know so um definitely be on the lookout for queen of hearts dropping 214 um valentine's day as well so that's gonna be more r&b sounds it's gonna be a little more singing and rapping and um it's just all dope though i really love all the different facets so now this next wave is about Taking embracing my versatility, but categorizing it into projects to where I could push it to that group that rocks with that certain thing. So I got something for you. No matter what you do or no what you listen you to, are. I got something for y'all. And um, 
it's coming, you know, even in the summer, you know, it's going to be more different music. That's going to be more on that wave, the summer bubbly wave, more mm -hmm. like my song ice cream. So I really got something for everybody, no matter what you like. And there's people that are going to like everything too, like me. So yeah, just definitely like check me, me out, mm -hmm. subscribe, follow me on Instagram, everything, Twitter, everything, Reese Rise. I appreciate y'all for tuning in. All right. Good night. <laughs>